Cross the Streams podcast, Kip here. Uh, we're in another version of what has really been impactful and, and just left a, a lot of happy feelings, optimism, and hope in Kane and I in doing our repeat, reassure, redirect series, which is where we use our small platform to, to connect with folks that have been in the world and impacted by Alzheimer's dementia and have been doing a lot of great things that we're just, you know, newcomers to the scene of trying to combat these diseases and these uh, and help families that, that are coping. And tonight we got another great opportunity uh, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and her connection to Pops uh, and what kind of brought us together. But uh, Lacey, go ahead. Welcome to Cross the Streams and, and introduce yourself to everybody. Hello. Um, well, I'm Lacey Abel and I live right here in Billings. And I actually graduated from Shepherd um, back in 2004. So born and raised right here. Um, and I actually kind of connected with your family with a mutual friend, Jamie Nicastro. She was one of your dad's um, students. And so she reached out to me once she found out that your dad had the diagnosis of dementia. And I was like, heck yes. Yeah, let's get this together for sure. Absolutely. And let's highlight him because this is kind of a hard journey, especially when you're first starting off. So I think that well, it's great that we've been able to connect. Absolutely. And I and I thank you for for sharing the story and you know your friend obviously connecting. And that's that's been really cool. And I know you've 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 got experience with this, and I'll and I'll let you tell your your family's history and your journey to where you're at with race for the minds. But it's been, you know, a lot of ways, I think I mentioned this on another one of the pods, it, it feels a little bit like a thief, like a like a robbery, a little bit of, of dad and the stuff that he himself can relate and convey still. But when we made the announcement and obviously how we connected, we heard from so many people, I actually made my kids, my older two, hey, I want you to read these 500 Facebook comments, because it's kind of like a like a photo album and a in a living blog of what who your grandpa was. So I appreciate you and you being part of it and your friend who had the experience with that as well. But I want to highlight your journey to where you're at in the race for the mind. So take as much time as you want to bring people through what you've been through, your family, and then explain race for the minds. Okay. So this kind of started off um about six years ago when my mom was diagnosed. She was 57 when she got diagnosed with dementia. Um, we went to a neurologist here in town and we were told that she had a stroke. That's kind of how we found out that she had dementia, which was kind of a blessing and a curse because we wouldn't have known that she had dementia right then if she wouldn't have had the stroke. But going forward, all we were told was, well, you had a stroke, you have dementia, go live your life. And so at first we kind of thought, okay, well, I guess that's what we do, but that's not what you do. And a few months later, mom had another episode and we thought that it was a stroke, but it wasn't. She was just exhausted and tired and it was mimicking her stroke. And so it was exacerbating her dementia. And so we went back to the neurologist and he was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. And like, there was no, there was no connection. So 
we kind of found a new neurologist and um, kind of the same thing happened with another neurologist. And so it was really frustrating, especially as a nurse. I'm a nurse here in Billings and I've been a critical care nurse and then now I'm a cardiac nurse. And so I've kind of been through a lot with a lot of people, especially as a critical care nurse. I told my mom, I'm like, this is not right. This isn't how things are supposed to be. So she all of a sudden um, decided, you know what, I'm going to get online. I'm going to try and find some groups that connect with me. Maybe I can find somebody out there that has the same dementia as I do. And she found some groups out of Australia. She found some groups like across seas. Um, I don't even remember over in, I want to say over in like, London area but I know for sure Australia and then she also found a bunch of people in Michigan and then in different states throughout our country and so all of a sudden she was just thriving and it was beautiful to see it was just wonderful to see my mom be my mom again and she was really diving into this she was doing phone calls every day she was doing zoom meetings every day but it was almost exhausting watching her too but it was fun and then all of a sudden one day she goes Lacey I'm starting an organization I me and like nine other founders we're starting an organization I'm like okay sounds good this this is I mean this is like there's so much in this because I think you're the one that put me on to frontier psychiatry yes and we had Dr. Zomi on last week in his his episode of play right before yours plays, but did you guys start to go me? Yes, yes. And oh my everything gosh, you're saying so awesome. when you're talking about the lack of any hope or optimism you were given originally is one of his focuses that he says he's trying to help practitioners stop crushing people's souls in this. Yeah. And and then you talked about the mimic, and that's a word he. Oh my gosh, there's so much. But then I, I'm so excited for you and hearing in your mom's journey some of these like ascending hope mountains like it's it's really good for you guys because i know that's not that's not the norm right that we expect Mm -mm. when this happens but but go ahead keep going in your your story yeah so she kind of told me that we're going down this journey of this organization i was like okay so i said well if you get it up and running i will make a race i will make a fundraising race and she kind of looked at me crazily I'm like, you know me, mom, if if you do this, I'm doing this. So all of a sudden, her National Council of Dementia Minds became a reality. And it's based out of Michigan, but um, she's the president of it now. And it really is a nationally recognized organization. And oh, so- I looked them up. You sent them and I Googled everything and they're the real deal. And we'll get more. You can share the website and everything. Right? They're legit, everybody. They're big time. <laughs> So I was super excited about that. And then I said, okay, then now it's my turn because you don't have any money in Montana. All of your money is sitting in Michigan. So I need all of your group that your people that are in Idaho, your people that are in South Dakota, your people that are in wherever that are needing to travel. I need them to have funds to be able to get to these different conferences and conventions because that money that's sitting in Michigan kind of stays in Michigan. You know, so those um, chapters and everything, there's a lot of money sitting there, but they need a little bit extra for these traveling things. And I was like, 
I got this. So about that was three, I think they're three years old now. And so last year, I think in November, I decided that I was going to do this race in November of 2021. And the race was going to be in 2022. <laughs> and so I didn't give myself a lot of time. And I was going to start it out with a 5K and a one mile. But I was a racer at that time, too. I had done a full marathon, a couple um, half marathons, tons of 10Ks, tons of 5Ks. And so I felt pretty confident in my ability of organizing a race. Well, lo and behold, hell, I didn't know. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing at you. I am right? thinking of my experience as, hey, pops, I'm going to start this foundation. It's going to be fine. Right? I'll totally figure it's it out. It's going to be fine. It's going to be easy. <laughs> Keep no, going. It's not. <laughs> so um, where <laughs> it just makes me giggle because it's I just really thought that I was like going to just soar right into this. And there was this lady here in town. She works well she I think she owns 406 race series Susie Ides um she's my mentor and I reached out to her kind of like I reached out to you didn't know her from Adam and I was like hey so I hear that you do a lot of races um I thought I could do this on my own I can't (laughs) so I'm gonna need somebody to really like just show me the ropes and she met me at Black Dog Coffee on the west end we sat down for about an hour and a half and she gave me lists of what to do. And so from then on, I took that list and I put together Race for the Minds. I named it. I did the design for um, the logo. And so everything Race for the Minds is completely from me, which is amazing. And it's just fun to watch it grow. Yeah, because this year is going to be even bigger than last year. So, and so you you (laughs) named it. And I really appreciate you thinking about it from a business standpoint because it's hard to in this space of well, you know, the cause and the why behind everything is so awesome. It's so pure, right? Right. Hey, all these causes need money. Like we need funding uh, to get to the goals in in the mission statements. So I appreciate hearing you recognize, hey, Michigan's got all this. It's awesome. Thank you. We got nothing out here, right? It's it's so amazing. You mentioned a little bit about your mentor. I think obviously people can, they see the event, right? They see it happen, but maybe they don't Mm -hmm. understand all the things going into it. So talk about that list. Like what, when people say, well, I go, I give them a little donation and I run. Give me all the things that they don't see. Give me all the things behind the scenes that keep you up at night. (laughs) Yes. So starting right now, because this is kind of my time that I start, because the race is in September. And so this is really when I start now. So four months in advance is when I dive in and I get my sponsors. And so I have five amazing elite sponsors that each have donated $2,500 a piece and one is Revive IV, which is owned by Jamie Nicastro. And then another is CM Tree Service, which is owned by Michael and Crystal Nazworski. And then Red Lodge Fun Run actually um, sponsors us as well. And the donor from that one is Joanne Eater. My brother's own construction company, Alta Vista. And then also um, Pacific Steel right here in town, the Billings Branch, Jason Heath has 
um, become an elite sponsor. So those are my five elite sponsors. I have a few other donors that we'll get to in a little bit um, that are also very much just genuine and deep. And I just adore all of them, of course. But this list starts off with, you have to think about, well, how many people are you hoping for? Well, of course, I'm hoping for the moon. So I want, you know, 500 plus people. Well, when you first start a race, you think 500 is doable. 500 is not doable on your first one. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. But I was really happy with the first race, 167 people signed up. So that was really impressive for year one. So this year I'm going for 225 people to sign up. Um, We're at 36 right now. Montanans are really um, slow to sign up. It's about that last 80 days. And then people just really start signing up. Did did your mentor tell you like, calm down, it'll pick up later? Or were you just like, you had to learn this? Nope. She told me because I would text her. I'm like, Susie, there's only two people on there. And I'm one of the two. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And she's like, it's okay. No, don't wait. She told me that Montanans take a while. So I was like, okay. And then you have to think about the food for the racers because I want to make sure that they're fueling their bodies afterwards because I didn't just do the one mile and the 5K. I added a 10K in there. So I need to make sure that they have fuel at the end. So yes. then I, ha- I also have to do timing for the racers. So last year I used what's I think they're called Money Dog Sports. This year I'm using competitive timing. So I'm excited to be partnering with them. How did you Um, find those two? Was that research? Was that Google? Was that referrals? That was just pure research. Uh, Muddy Dog Sports, I reached out to online and he agreed. And then this year I needed somebody a little bit um, bigger um, and a little bit more organized the guy from muddy dog sports is is great but i need somebody a little bit more organized and somebody a little bit more local so competitive timing will be great to use this year um then you also have to think about medals are you gonna give people things are you not and i was like well that's gonna be really expensive we have no money like i don't know so my girlfriend sheena made every single one of the medals last year no way by herself yep by yourself out of epoxy. Yep. And so they were glittery and sparkly and amazing. And she's making every single one of them this year too. That's aw- That's unbelievable. How do you yes. go about like, so for a golf tournament, like we're doing the course is uh-huh. there. How do you get a course for this? How do you, who are you talking to at the city? How are you <laughs> making sure nobody's getting run over? How do you do this? So that was kind of the beauty part was that I had been training so much for my full marathon a couple years earlier that I used the bike path every day. And so I was like, that was such a great little spot. It was nice and flat. It had a couple little rolling hills. Let's use the bike path. Plus nobody comes to the heights for anything. So let's do something in the heights. Thank you. And- Lifelong heights, sir. Goodness <laughs> right? gracious. Every time nobody I go comes home, up here. the West End is exploding and I go back and the heights is the day. What do we, we need some development. So thank you. Carry on. Right. It's exactly the same. <laughs> so um, I decided that Two Moon Park would probably be the best to start this race off from. And we would just utilize the bike path. And actually from Two Moon Park all the way down to Mary Street 
and then all the way down to the turnoff where you would go down towards the river and back to two moon is a full 10k so it works out perfectly this year we are starting at medicine crow high school and they have graciously given us their back their backyard basically for free um, to be able to utilize. So I'm very excited about that to that start it is... off in a little bit better spot. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> what about uh, like volunteers race day volunteers along the path, you know, the water, I'm just, cause I, that's how little I know about these runs besides poor people dying. They need water. They need it. Yep. So how are you coordinating? Talk about it, your team. Cause I think I mentioned yep. in the questions, Kane and I obviously raised in dad's house. We're all about, we spent our whole life building teams and I'm sure you, and you've mentioned so many of them in, in such a gracious way. There's got to be a team for this. Yes. So my first person I reached out to was Sheena Hoff. Um, she is a multi-marathoner. She does Spartan races. She does a hundred miler. She like, she's amazing. And so I was like, Sheena, I need you for this. And I've known her since I was 16. So we're really close. And she was like, hell yeah, I'm in. This girl also has a really um, like sailor mouth in her. So she's super comical. I wish that she was here tonight, but um, she couldn't make it tonight. And she's a nurse here in town as well. And then my mom, of course, is always helpful. My sister-in-law, Heather. My best friend, Aaron LaFavre, who is a PA right here in Billings. And that's my core group. And then all of my other friends that I work with at the clinic that I have outside, they all come together to help me with this outside of um, the race to just help me get it up and running. They meet me their race day and everything. So it's wonderful. <laughs> but that's, let's let's take our first break. We'll we'll talk about the foundation real quick in a commercial. We'll come back, and I want to get more about your vision and going going forward. The Cassione Foundation exists to raise money for research and treatment options for Alzheimer's and dementia, and support caretakers and the families affected by this horrific disease. To we also are raising funds to help those who live their life in line with the moralities and belief systems of the namesake of our foundation, our dad, pops, Cass. To learn more about our activities, the upcoming golf tournament, and other ways to help, please visit our website, Cassione Foundation.org. Cassione Foundation.org. If you had a magic wand, what's the impact you're having? I mean, obviously you are. It's not like we're, we're not, you are having a tremendous impact. Who, who's the individual you, in, you, you envision the fundraising helping? Who's the group? Who's the, give me, give me your mm -hmm. magic wand for success. Yeah. So my, if I had a magic wand and I didn't have to do all of the fundraising and didn't have to put on the race and, you know, money wasn't an issue for anybody. It was just there. It grew on trees. I would be putting it towards this organization so that they could solely help those with the diagnosis of dementia because you have your Alzheimer's Association out there. But if you really go and dive into the Alzheimer's Association, it's all about the caretaker. It's not about the person living with dementia. And so that was really hard for me because I'm a nurse. I can tear cake. I can caretake all day. You know, that's not a big deal. But my mom, she can't take care of herself if she doesn't know what's happening to her. And so that's where this organization has really been a blessing. And so I would 
honestly give everything to this organization because they just have so many good things to give. Where are they pooling their resources from? As you mentioned, you talked about your mom's journey to it. Is it based in experience from patients? Is it doctors they've pulled in? Give us give us a, the yeah. source of their expertise. So I have kind of a cool story. So they go around to like different conferences, conferences and conventions, and they discuss with residents that are going to become doctors. They also talk with already doctors and they give like what their life story is living with dementia to give the doctors a better perspective of what it's like so that those physicians can better care for their patients. So one of the stories that I have to tell tonight is actually my mom was working with, and I don't know the lady's name, but she's a computer techie that um, is a university professor. And so she reached out to my mom, asked my mom, what do you need? And my mom said, I need a calendar that talks to me. I need a calendar that tells me at what time I'm supposed to be doing something because I never remember that I'm supposed to be doing that thing. And so they discussed it and they've, you know, talked about it multiple times here and there. And then all of a sudden, months went by, months went by, months went by. And then this lady reached out again and said, I have something for you to trial, Bonnie. And so my mom goes, okay. And my mom forgot about this, <laughs> that she had, you know, done all this. And my mom goes, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. I need this. And this lady goes, well, this calendar that I'm making, it's for you. I'm making this for you. We are going to try and release this and it will be um, hopefully for the entire nation, but it is a calendar that will actually speak. It will like link in with Alexa or link in oh, that's with That's what Google. I was about to ask. Is it through Alexa or in the phone or the device? So your yep. mom's like the beta adopter of this brand new technology. It's going to change the whole damn world. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness gracious. <laughs> that is so awesome. So of course she started crying and she's, yes. you know, she called me up and I'm like, that is absolutely wonderful. So we're just waiting to hear like what it's going to be called, when it's coming out, um, when she can trial it some more to see, you know, what kinks and stuff it needs. So hopefully that's something that comes out in the next year or so, but um, that that's is amazing. just something that's Thank really cool. Thank you for cool. sharing that. Yes, that needs to be yeah. publicized in pub. And once again, I think <laughs> I've, I've noticed, because I think a lot of times in 2023, social media gets a bad rap, right? Like, cause there are pitfalls mm -hmm. and dangers to it. But I mean, you and I are talking because the right. how you connect on these things. So have you experienced that in the greater dementia, Alzheimer's community for patients and caretakers? Are, is it Facebook? Is it linked? I mean, how are, how are people communicating and finding community and getting through this? Um, To be honest, I think most of it's been, I think it's been Facebook for most part, um, LinkedIn seems to be a little bit difficult for this particular group if they've never used it before. It's just cumbersome. Yeah. And um, so I, I honestly think Facebook has been the most widespread to get people to be connected. How, what channels are you using in, in Pub'em now to, to you know, make sure people know about the race, where they register, dates, times, give them in, where they can go find more? 
Yep. So I use runsignup.com and then you just put in race for the minds and my race pops up. But I also have um, a page on Facebook that I start posting little things about the race, who's going to be there, what sponsors, um, <clears throat> stuff like that. And then also on Instagram, I have it's linked with my Facebook. So that anything I sponsor on Facebook goes right over to the Instagram page. If someone's listening and they're like, hi, I definitely cannot run, but I would like to help. What, what opportunities are there? What do you need, still need from the community to help make sure the next one goes off the way you want it to? Yeah, I still need um, donations. So it can be monetary donations. It can be um, even things. So I give, so this is also another thing that was kind of fun at the race last year. I had 20 or 25 different pieces that small businesses had made or donated and so throughout the race, I spun a wheel. I had put everybody's bib number into a wheel and spun a wheel. And even while you were racing, if your bib number got pulled, you could come up to the table, see if your bib number was drawn, and then you could pick a prize off of the table. And so there was not only the winners of the race, there was also 20, 25 extra people that were able to win something at the race. Great idea. Kind of fun. Great idea. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I even asked you to say the date. How ridiculous am I as the host? What is the <laughs> actual date? The actual date is September 16th. Fantastic. And Thank I you. Think you're welcome. I think that the 10K starts at 8 a.m. Okay. What last thing before I let you go, and I know you mentioned it and, you're, and you, I appreciate your background as a nurse. Give us, I love the app idea too. Uh, something you've learned in, in working with your mom and, and going through that might be helpful for other families, whether for the patient, like you mentioned, or for the caretakers that maybe aren't as versed in it as you are with your career background? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest takeaway that I can give people is to be patient. If your loved one is having a hard time telling you something, it's okay. And just let them take the time that they need. Don't rush them because it only not only makes them anxious, it makes it worse for them. And I think also you'll notice as people progress in their dementia, they usually stutter or stammer in some way and don't bring attention to it because it doesn't matter. And if they forget something, it doesn't matter. You know, just move forward. Don't say, don't you remember? They don't, and it's okay. <laughs> so really just give them a bunch of grace and give yourself some grace if you have to step away because some days are hard. It's okay to take a minute and to be ticked off and to be mad that this is happening to your family. But come back and just give yourself and your loved ones some grace. That's I, I love that part you mentioned because I think that's why I've been – not just with me, but I'm so far away from my mom. Like giving it, like mom, you gotta give yourself permission to need yes. a break. You're not failing, yep. right? You're, you're nope. not you're not failing in these things. And so, no, I really appreciate that perspective from you. And we shared the website, we shared the signups. Anything else you want to share before we let you go? Mm -hmm. I'm so excited you came on here, and we want to help use our platform to get people to the 235 we need at the event. Yeah, I'll actually give you my phone number too so that people can call or text me if they have any questions about the race or if they want to volunteer. Um, it's 
697-8486 and you can literally call text. Um, also, if you have a loved one and you just need some help for more platform of the NCDM website, I can help get you involved with that. So um, I'm also here to just help get you in touch with them. Man, Lacey, thank you so much. Um, you're really appreciate the connections and learning about all the great things you're working on the, you know, hopefully that app for mom going down, but also the connection to Dr. Jomi and frontier psychiatry, uh, not just for our family, but we were able to get him on, uh, his episode. Hope there's more people that, that can go in there and receive some hope. So continue yes. blessings and courage and strength to all of you and your family. And thanks for coming on across the streams. Awesome. Thank you so much.